Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for a whole 12 seconds later. I was just saying to Addie and Drew, who are behind the camera right now, that these are some fast transitions. So, Joe, good job on being swift well, thank and you. getting yeah. up here. Yeah, You're I welcome. had to move those feet, but that's all right. It's okay. It's, it's, it's Monday. It's time to move feet. Everybody, this is Joe. Joe, this is everybody. Hi, everyone. Thank Happy you Monday. very much for being online with us today. So we are going to be talking specifically about some financing tips to make deals close a little bit more smoothly. Hopefully, you guys aren't in a panic. Your clients aren't in a panic. No one's losing their house. You know, you're not looking at your collapsed transaction page on the virtual office realizing that you're $80,000 short of what you should have made because none of these deals came together. That is our goal for the next 10 minutes. So Joe, why don't you talk, if you wouldn't mind, just a bit of like a synopsis. In general, what's the biggest issue behind stuff falling apart? You know, I think it's kind of two things right now. Obviously, we're in a really crazy environment. I think everyone can appreciate that. Um, so as busy as you may feel as a realtor, financial institutions are being hammered with applications. Uh, appraisers are busy. So yeah. time is a real issue. Um, yeah, that, that, and that's actually, I guess, a good point. Like there's only so many hours in a day yeah. for everybody. And so... From a banking perspective or a lender perspective, one of the things that people don't realize is when COVID happened, most of them did, like they were on a hiring freeze. They didn't hire anyone. They didn't expect it to be as busy as it was. And then the opposite happened. They had the most busy 2020 ever and 2021 was even busier. Yep. And they've all moved to home. Uh, so a lot of institutions just didn't have the power to handle the influx of transactions. Right. They, they've, they've worked that out. They're a lot better now, but it is timing. So kind of tip one is organization and making sure that your client, your buyer is truly pre-approved because we see so many times where... So what does truly pre-approved yeah, mean? This is the, I'm going to go to this. Okay. So, so we say, you know, you, you talk to your client, are you pre-approved? Yeah, I talked to my bank, I'm good. So they talked to someone at a bank six months ago or they did a 60 second pre-approval online, but they didn't collect any documentation. They didn't actually do anything to know if they were actually pre-approved. They just, you know, ran some numbers and thought they were. So step one, I would say, is actually deal with, you know, if you have a trusted mortgage broker that you can deal with, they can have a real conversation, get as much information to them as fast as possible before you're out shopping. So, you know, someone says, yeah, I made $70,000, but they actually didn't. You know, they, they think they did, but that was one month they made what would have been $70,000 for the year, but they didn't actually. Gotcha. So one of our big things is get documents to bro the broker right away. Make sure that they've truly done an actual underwriting process for you. So you can be confident that, you know, anything that's maybe going to steer this off, they've already dealt with. Because it's really hard to scramble when lenders are already taking longer than they normally would. Right. So that, that's step one. Uh, step two, kind of in that same vein, would be, you know, make sure that you're not, uh, we, we see down payment being the biggest issue, really. You know, people are scrambling to get their money together. Um, and that can be an issue because banks are, if you haven't figured it out, pretty tough, pretty hard on making sure that they've proven this. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of if you can advise your client, like, do you have your down payment? Where is it? 
don't move it around between 20 accounts in the next two months. Okay. You're just going to cause more confusion because we're going to have to track every history on it for you. So Gotcha. So realtors should be telling their clients who are thinking of buying in the next six months, keep your money in one account. Yeah. Like there's, there's no point in moving it, you know, $3,000 here for the two cents of interest you think you're gaining or whatever you're doing. Okay. Just, just keep it in an area, keep it organized, get your paperwork into, you know, hopefully a mortgage connection, mortgage broker, whoever you're dealing with. Um, so that they can give you a real confident answer that, yeah, this is your price point. You're good to be shopping. Um, you can do it with confidence. Okay. And that, okay. And this, this is a really basic question, but if you do that yeah. and then you want to make an offer on a house, financing will not be a problem. I mean, obviously you have the lender, like you have the banks and the timing, that type of stuff. But if you have that documentation and then you should be good. So there's two parts of an approval. So okay. there's the borrower or the covenant. Yeah. So that's that's the part that we're going to make sure we cover for sure. But the property matters too, because that's the security to the lender or the bank. So this is actually kind of a good segue into kind of another real point is if you are looking at a property that has any uniqueness to it, if you can tell us that up front, that's going to save a lot of potential headaches. So uniqueness okay. would be like a wood foundation. Um, this sounds kind of weird, but like cedar shapes, some Banks, lenders will not lend on that what type of property. What about asbestos? Yeah, that's a bad one too. But just um, didn't know if that can't count it as unique or not. <laughs> um, you know, if it's a age restricted property, mm -hmm. if it's anything like that that isn't being disclosed on the MLS, it's really important that we know that because we have solutions for it. Robbie had talked about niches and lenders that do things. There's a solution. We just don't want to waste our time and your time and the borrower's time, the client's time, going to a lender that ultimately is going to have a hard stop because of the property. Totally. So the property matters too. So, you know, we are still in an environment where I say you always want to have that financing condition if you can. Um, it's protecting you. It's protecting the, the buyer um, because there's what ifs on the property always potentially. The lender gotcha. might know something, the bank, the insurer, they might know something that we don't know that there is a, an issue with the property. So they're okay with the borrowers, but they're not okay with the property. Okay. But if we've done everything up front, that approval process is going to happen fairly quickly still. Nice. Cool. Um, another big one that I'm going to say that I think can help you being different as a realtor because of how busy the market is right now mm -hmm. is for COF dates and for possession dates, let's get off Fridays. So just don't do them on Fridays. Don't do them on the first of the month. Don't do them on the 15th and don't do them at the end of the month. That simple change will put you in a different position with the lender because they prioritize based on COFs. So if everyone has condition of financing on Friday, you're just getting pushed there. But if your condition of financing is Monday or Tuesday or a Thursday, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They're, they're going to pay attention to it. So I'm not saying we want two days, but make it a Monday or make it a Thursday. Um, and same for possession for closing because lawyers are way busy on the 15th. They're way busier on the 30th. Totally. Um, and, you know, we unfortunately have seen that a lot with lawyers this year where lawyers are scrambling on closing days because they have so many. And you yeah. as realtors, I know, have seen the annoyance of why are keys not being released this year. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you can change those dates, it's not going to make it perfect, but it's going to make it better. Do you have a sweet spot for like Wednesday, the second week of the month? Like just like a really quiet time? Yeah, it depends typically? what the moon's doing, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, um, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely kind of just if you can be just not on those dates, you're fine. Then you're good. Yeah. It's okay. just those dates are so common. The first, the end of the month, the 15th. 
and Fridays for condition dates always. And just in general, don't do possession dates on Friday because if anything does go wrong, you know, there's no solution to it. You have got, to wait. You've got those two days now. Okay. No, that's really, it's a good tip. Write that down. No firsts, 15ths, 30ths, and Fridays. Check. Uh, and then kind of maybe the, the final one I would say is that we've seen a lot of um, is a deal might get approved and everything is good. But then when you're going to waive conditions after home inspection or something like that, um, we're looking at price reductions and we're looking at holdbacks. Okay. And those are two issues that I know can cause a lot of problems um, and a lot of scrambling for, for you and your, your potential buyer from a financing standpoint. So holdbacks are okay. We get why you need them. Um, you have to protect the buyer. You're wanting to make sure that everything's okay. But it's really important on how they're done. Yeah. So the big thing we can say, and we're happy to share it after this, we can even send you kind of the verbiage on it. Sure. Um, but if you're doing a holdback and the work doesn't get completed, the lenders and the insurers consider it a cash back the client, which they view as a reduction in purchase price. Oh, and that would cause a problem. Yeah. And it's a big problem because if let's say it's a 5% down and you've now reduced the mortgage, the purchase price, you've kept the mortgage the same. Yeah. The lender is now offside with the insurer. So if that property ever goes into foreclosure and they have a claim, they won't get paid out from say CMHC or Canada guarantee. They'll say, no, you're offside. Gotcha. So the way around it to make it work, to still protect your, your buyers. And so lawyers don't hate us either is that the holdback has to get released back to the lender that has the mortgage. And so their mortgage is being reduced. So if the work isn't done, it can't be a cash back to the, to the buyer. It would be basically like a prepayment to the mortgage. So their mortgage is being reduced and they're no longer offside. Do most realtors seem to get that language right in their contracts? Unfortunately, no. Okay. So uh, we do a lot of kind of going back to, to say it. So just if you're going to do a holdback, um, we definitely will share this language with with the whole group, so you guys sure. have it. We'll but, send, we'll send, I'll get Joe to send that, and we'll send that out in an email to everybody uh, later today or tomorrow. Um, but just have that conversation uh, with whoever you're dealing with. Um, sometimes they'll get through because the bank doesn't see them or they miss it, but um, if if they don't do it the right way, it could cause a real problem on, on closing because the lawyer then brings it up to the lender and the lender says no. Gosh. So that we've seen that a lot too. And the same goes if you're doing a price reduction. like. You've done the inspection and now you want to do a major price reduction, have a conversation with us first because it can cause a bank or a lender who approved the property to suddenly say, oh, what did we miss? Because okay. like, there are a huge can of worms here now. So you can do it, um, but that may lead to like we have to do a purchase plus improvement or something because the bank wants the yeah, property. To yeah, did be... you put this $50,000 yeah. less because there's aluminum wiring that we didn't yeah. know about right. and now yeah. we have to deal with it. Yeah. So, uh, and also it's more like structural stuff. Like, Oh, the roof's leaking? That's not something someone wants to hear if they're using that, that property as their security. Gotcha. So gotcha. just have those conversations. Um, again, if we tackle it up front before you've signed the amendment, um, we normally have a solution to get around it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Those are really good tips. Hopefully that helps. I think that I think that, that will help. Right, you guys. There you go. Hopefully you can avoid some of those collapsed transactions because of financing. There's only so much that you can do, but obviously it's super frustrating for you guys. This is your income at the end of the day. So I'm um, taking some of these tips and reaching out to your mortgage brokers. Really fantastic news is that we have mortgage connection agents. Are they in all four of our, all four of our offices? 
Uh, I think three. Three. So moment. so Northwest is coming. Yeah, Northwest, Northwest is, is coming. coming. Yeah. But we have in-house mortgage connection brokers in the Northeast every day, the South office every day, and the downtown office every single day. So if you guys have any questions or you're writing up these contracts or you know you have a buyer who's working with somebody else, even that's not with Mortgage Connection, but you're in the office, you know, they're, they're happy to help and answer some questions for you. So please use this resources. Um, these guys as, guys and gals as resources. That's what they're here for. And yeah, do some due diligence in the beginning and it'll save you a few problems. So thank you very much for that. I My appreciate pleasure. it. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.